In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Last weekend, I told some of you that I attended my nephew, Auden's high school graduation up in the Boston area. And he's off to college, and understandably, at his age, not quite sure what career to pursue. One thing he says he knows for sure, though, it's that his career will not involve mathematics. At one point, he was into the sciences, he thought he was, but he just didn't like or get the math. I told him, you're still young, that could change, but if it doesn't, that's some valuable self-knowledge you now have. Because knowing what you aren't is just as important as knowing who you are. This, I believe, is true for your career, in your personal life, and in your life with God. And so often, to find the right direction for our lives, for our career, for our faith, we have to correct our course after a bunch of misdirections. Christian thinker Rob Bell calls these events and people and paths we discover that we don't want to follow south stars. North stars are the positive role models and aspirations and paths we hope to follow. And we get, those get the most attention. But our south stars might be even better teachers because most often we don't find our best way directly. We find it by facing our misdirections with humility and with faith. What have been some of your south stars of finding a better path by realizing you were heading down a dead end? I leave you to discuss that in fellowship. Those would be some quite interesting conversations, I'm sure. I have one that I want to share with you today that I will never forget from sixth grade. It was the first day of tryouts for junior varsity basketball. And my favorite teacher, Mr. Biesold, was also the coach. He lined us up under the basket to start practice. And to my astonishment, I was the subject of Mr. Biesold's first rant. I saw that Jason was in the principal's office again yesterday. It seems he doesn't care about his work or showing respect for his teacher. And so you are going to do his work for him. I was in the principal's office a lot in sixth grade. I was in a rebellious phase, and particularly with my Spanish teacher. Let's run 10 wind sprints, yelled Mr. Besold. Everyone but Jason, run. They ran hard backwards and forwards for about 10 minutes. Mr. Besold threw me a ball and announced that if I made a free throw, they could stop. But if I missed, they would keep running. I'm not the best under pressure, and so I missed many free throws before they finally could stop. Their anger was slowly building. But eventually, after 
Everyone was doubled over with cramps. I made the shot, but that was not the end of the lesson. Coach stood me at midcourt with my teammates around me in a circle and three racks of full of basketballs. He invited the rest of my team to take revenge by hurling these 30 basketballs at me at close range. So my South Star lesson was literally drilled into me. Show respect to everyone and that my behavior isn't just a reflection on myself but on others and on my team. Needless to say, I was not found in the principal's office for the rest of that year and perhaps for my high school career, and I was learning to be a better student and a better teammate. I think we can all learn from whatever are our South Stars, from our forays, forays into the wrong direction, because perhaps we all tend to overestimate how much we're heading in the right direction. I wasn't aware of my pride and disrespect until it was vividly shown to me. That's why our Gospels and our Church and our Lord are so powerful. They are mirrors that sometimes show us hard truths about our lives. They uphold our ultimate good as children of God, but they warn us that along the way we will get lost misdirected and misguided. It's in our very nature. The only way home is to learn from our South Stars to find the right path by humility and God's grace. And in today's Gospel reading, Jesus is trying to do just that for the Pharisees, to humble them and turn them back to God. But in their arrogance, they're face to face with Jesus, the true and brightest North Star, but it seems they're totally blind to his light. So Jesus recalls to them the classic South Star prophet, Jonah, Hovnan, my patron saint, as it were. Now here's a guy we can identify with. He only learns what is right by doing everything wrong. He's caught in a storm of sin, but rather than repent, he wishes to drown in despair. Only by the absurd grace of God is he swallowed by a fish, finally repents, and he spit out in the right direction. But what power a repentant South Star prophet has, who has gone all the wrong ways before heading right. Perhaps only Jonah, the South Star prophet, could help set the Ninevites on the right path, who were world-renowned for their immorality and cruelty. Now, Jonah's South Star story is dramatic, but it's less the exception, I think, and more the rule when it comes to following God. Just look at Jesus' closest followers, his disciples, and see how they took every wrong way in order to find their way to him. Peter is impulsive self-centered, a know-it-all. He just does just about everything wrong in the Gospels. Yet failure after failure, he still perseveres in humility and in faith and becomes the head of the apostles. Thomas is stuck in his head and his need to control everything. Jesus' wounded touch finally moves Thomas out of his head and down into his heart. Read through 
our holy scriptures and our church history, and you will find a lot more goes wrong than goes right. A lot more south stars than north stars. But this only stands to reason if God is who God is and we are who we are. His creatures made of clay who aim for the stars but always tend to lose our way. So let us then look out, look out for and cherish even the tough lessons of the south stars in our lives, facing them with humility and grace, all these missteps and wanderings and regrets that we all go through on our ways. And let's also and always recognize that these dim stars are but reflections which guide us to our true north and the source of our eternal light, knowledge, truth, beauty, and good, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.